0: And we're live. Hey, Laura. Hello. Have you, have you met any new black people this week? So I've been getting groceries delivered by Prime Now, um, Amazon Prime, because getting my del- my groceries delivered from a far away grocery store is cheaper than actually going to the local grocery
1: store. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I'm on their mailing and- list. Things are very expensive there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As I went downstairs to go uh, get the groceries from the delivery person he said my name in spanish okay correctly and then asked me about my heritage my background okay and i have not felt so seen in a long time okay i ran up the stairs well i waddled up the stairs with my groceries (laughs) and told ivan about it like babe babe the delivery person Blah, blah, blah. He was Cuban. We had a moment and we started talking about, girl, listen. Anyway. And then, okay. Um. so I did a thing a couple of days ago on the internet, on Instagram in particular. I'm not a person who enjoys showing my face on camera. However, I will do it for the greater good of essentially inspiring other people that look like us to do the same. And As per usual, I'm a part of a bunch of communities that are homogenous and just very white and often male dominated. And so I made a post about that and I had told everyone to share their favorite um, POC with me that are part of that community. And that turned into this like baby viral thing where I gained 400 new followers in a matter of like 36 hours. Mind you, I have a private account, so... That was a lot of accepting and making sure there why were no robots.
1: Didn't was it your regular account? Is that one private? I, I don't know. I don't okay. It was a separate account. I was often. like, I don't remember
0: yeah. this. How did I miss this? This
1: sounds <laughs> wonderful.
0: No, no, this is a separate account. Um, and it's been amazing to the point where I've literally deleted the Instagram app so that I am not distracted from all of the wonderful, loving notifications that I've been receiving. Oh, turn because, those oh. off. Oh. N- no that's not enough um I had, to, <laughs> I had to i'm a kindergartner and i'm easily distracted and therefore i deleted the app and i will not be reinstalling it until this evening when i can give some time to the app again that's um
1: fair. that's fair
0: but yeah i mean my instagram notifications are already off on my phone so yeah it's just like oh let's see the number let's see what number it is that's um, really crack cool. But anyhow, I've, I'm really excited. I have people telling me like, "Wow, I didn't know there were so many people in this community," or such and such slid in my DMs because we started following each other. Because well, oh, so what I did, my bad. What I did, people would share with me. Let's say they were, they were like, "Oh, I suppose is a part of this community." I I did it in like the questions format, so I did a video for every person that a person that someone would share with me. So I would introduce myself to, I suppose, which is Aisha's Instagram, by the way, if you're not caught, if you're not caught. It's a pun. Um, It's, (laughs) it is a pun. You're a punny person. I am. Um,
1: I'm so punny. And so I'd be
0: like, oh, hey, I suppose. And then I would say whatever, you know, something off the cuff. And it just, yeah, it exploded, and now the community, of uh, the people of color, are more connected in this community. And That's I am a Good little job, blessed. Lara. I I felt like I did a thing. Someone you said I did, did the Lord's thing. work.
1: Let it let it be. Let you it be. Are doing Anyhow, the Lord's work. Look at that <laughs> building have community you... via the Institute You have so many new in- internet cousins now.
0: Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> I call I refer to people as friends and family. Friends are the non-POC family are the I don't know if they've caught on to that but that's that's what Mm. I mean when I say friends and family because there were some allies in there that were shouting out people of color that they were like oh please put this person out there please let people know about this person okay so and I might go outside tonight Ooh. Um, <laughs> to uh, to an event.
1: <laughs> and is this what
0: being in your thirties is like? <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm planning on going outside. There's a possibility that I might leave my house. <laughs> what well, I think it's being in your thirties and working from home. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because, like I said, my groceries were delivered. Mm-hmm. I really don't need to leave my house for life's necessities, but it is important that I leave my house. Hopefully I'm not the only brown person in the room. Hopefully I have a new black person to talk about next week.
1: Yeah. I mean, sometimes I try and go buy things in person on purpose because Mm -hmm. I default buy things on the internet now. Um, And it's not good for my, I mean, it, it, It's good for my social anxiety, but it's not helping helping me overcome that. (laughs) It's like we're reversed kindergartners. You know how they want to
0: socialize children.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm unsocializing myself in many ways, so I'm I'm trying to like, yeah. It's It's like, like, oh, real human. I can't just what a time to be alive. (laughs) Okay, so how about you? You got any new black people? I do. And it's sort of like yours in that it's Amazon and grocery store related, but in two separate instances. So there's this one dude I met at the grocery store. I mean, I didn't really meet him. Like, I was looking for... I was buying new Pyrex dishes. I got a really good deal. I got, like, two for $13. They were on sale. I was very excited about And they have Liz Like baking dishes? Yeah, because I want to make oh, mac nice. and cheese. But right now well, I only have course. a loaf pan. So nah, I nah, nah, nah. You need a, a box. bigger one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At a time. And that mm-hmm. doesn't work. Because William, my husband, can eat half a box by himself. So, you know, I I, I believe it. I okay. Believe it. So I got, yeah, I got, like, the big super duper sized and then it came with another little bitty size and they were both in a little set for 13 bucks I'm very excited about it but while I was choosing them <laughs> yes <laughs> while I was choosing my new pyrex dishes with lids um somebody walked by and commented on my body and I was Excuse ignoring you? him I know I was ignoring him he, it, it was a cat call in the grocery store I guess um, the hell? it was very you still. Strange. do that apparently see i don't go um, outside so i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah that i go outside for groceries and laundry and riding my bike but uh <laughs> yeah and so, so you ignored him so wait he, oh him. he was one of your black people he's one of my black people because he was a black okay. man okay mm-hmm. i think i kind of him or something and oh. I, I try and keep a pleasant tone because sometimes it's a safety thing you never know what's gonna happen That's very black true. white or otherwise and mm-hmm. so I got my little Pyrex dishes and went and found William and I waited actually like in the open space because I accidentally passed this man again and I waited in the open space because I saw him approaching me but William was also approaching me but the timing and trajectory and the physics were that I knew William would approach me first and so I stood where I was so he would see William and hopefully walk away. By the way, it's really obnoxious that the only reason somebody will leave you alone these days is if you're already man is with bro? another man. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. hate that, but it's effective. So I will do what I need to do to survive in these Actually, streets. Actually, you need to remember that you have Pyrex
0: in your hands. So worst case scenario, but, you could have molly walked him But with it was the only one dishes. left,
1: and I really wanted those Pyrex <laughs> And I don't oh, know the way, like, I don't okay, know how his that. head is set up. Like, he might have cracked my Pyrex dishes. The other black people I met, we met multiple <laughs> black people this week. Go oh, us. But anyway, okay. the other black people I met, um, Amazon related, this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so Will works for someone who hires people through Amazon. Like, they have okay, a contract through Amazon. So when you buy yeah, something through Amazon. He's an independent
0: contractor and yes. he hires people.
1: Right. So when you buy something through Amazon and you don't want to put together, in this case, it was a workout bench, like a bench press thing. Um, You can hire somebody via Amazon to come to your home and put it together. So they hired William and I went with him because I enjoy putting things together. And so I am his lovely assistant oftentimes. And this house was huge and owned Mm -hmm. by black people, like a black family. And this black woman Mm -hmm. opened the door. Mind you, I look like a serial killer because I was in <laughs> I was in the clever hood because it was pouring, but oh, I have awesome. the clever hood like zipped all the way up, and so you can only see my eyes.
0: <laughs> right, so y'all, a clever hood is a poncho designed for easily riding your bike with it on, but you can wear it obviously when you're not on your bike, and it's a massive it's huge Conjo. it it was very um reminiscent and it's of green the villain. and
1: houndstooth mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it was very reminiscent of the villain from i know what you did last summer so if you just look wow. that guy up wow yeah and I you just showed like up to somebody's I didn't house have a hook
0: you know i didn't have his metal hook that would that's good because i don't see how that would help you put together a workbench yes, but
1: she opened the door this black woman um she goes oh i'm glad there's two of you i can help one of you, and I think she saw me and probably was like, "I am not letting this person." You ain't my the home. one. You ain't the one by yourself, Miss. Because she did the intercom thing, and he was like, "We're here for Amazon to put together your thing." And so she opened the door, and then she looked very relieved because <laughs> like, I oh, goodness. looked like I was coming to murder her and her entire family. <laughs> wow. Great Seems. story, great story. Um, but yeah, we put it together. It was wonderful. Um, it was All a nice, right. it was a nice big black family. And, and it, now it, this it, big it, black yeah.
0: family will have the ability to live a healthier lifestyle because of you. Look there at that. There you
1: go. Nice. And I got to put something together. <laughs> fix it, black like Jesus. Fix it, black like Jesus. Fix it, black like Jesus. Fix it, like Jesus. Black like Jesus. <laughs>
0: I am Laura Solis, first-generation American from the Bronx, New York.
1: I am Aisha McGowan. I don't know how many generations my family has been here in the United States of America, but... Because you won't let me do a DNA test on I that. will not, Um, but I grew up in New Jersey, and my family's from the South, so who knows? I'm mm-hmm. African-American. That's what I know. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> okay, so... What's going on, Laura? You got something to share with us?
0: I don't even know if I should call this a bus how. It should be a no shit because <laughs> for whatever reason, someone decided, um, I got this on BuzzFeed News a couple of days ago, to look into just how long emergency medical services take in general. And they came to the conclusion. That uh, you know the ambulance takes ten percent longer in the poorest zip codes compared to wealthier area or area codes. Again, not necessarily a bus. How it's more of a no shit Sherlock because mm-hmm. we've been knew that. This is why you put on your customer service voice when you have to call nine one one. But anyhow,
1: um, I just th- what do you what are your thoughts? Do you have thoughts Oh this? no, I you reminded me of a similar situation of black people been saying this mess for years. Why don't? people listen to us um, mm-hmm. where they did some sort of unnecessary research to determine that using a white people voice or your customer service voice mm-hmm. was actually very effective in Derf. getting opportunities or getting services or whatever. Wow. Uh, duh. Why do you think the we have they a did customer a study? service voice? They did a study. See, this
0: is my, my issue with these <laughs> studies. They cost money. They sure do. Can you use that? Can I apply? Like I want to be funded. Can I be can funded to ask up me? This ridiculousness? Oh, like, the like can I be yours? Help? Yes, yes, it does. Can you give me my coins now? Can like I... I want ten thousand dollars for telling you that
1: because <laughs> you apparently the... did not know. <laughs> and wait, scientists. I'm assuming. I don't know. I haven't. I didn't really read. People the whole be story, wanting but... receipts
0: for the most ridiculous and obvious things. That is mm. the point. This can't of be that true. <laughs> goodness. Well, and I guess I'll say something a bit more useful than just the obvious. Um, What The reason why this, well, one of the reasons why this matters so much is because, and I'm quoting, I'm reading from the article, research suggests that people are more likely to survive a heart attack, for example, if it started within five minutes and defibrillation within nine. High income zip codes are more likely to meet national benchmarks for cardiac arrest, uh, ambulance response times and the patients in those zip codes are more likely to be white, male, and insured. Needless to say, mm. on TNM, they needed that defibrillator. Y'all didn't show up in time. Ani
1: better call the cousin over who can do do a real good custom service voice. so she ain't gonna make Seriously, it.
0: Seriously. Because, like, we might have to do a three-way call to 911. It's
1: ridiculous. Alrighty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a mess. Okay. So, who do we have this week for Yes, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Like, <laughs> Today is not that day. I don't think tomorrow's looking <laughs> too good either. <laughs> it's just the pitch. Like, is it? The, the, it's, it's... I think part of it is I can't say it without laughing. Okay. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> I can't take okay. myself seriously saying it. Unless <laughs> I'm saying it in real time. Like the fact that I'm saying it for the purposes of saying it makes it I difficult. I get that. Because i certainly if, heard you say it and say it perfectly Right. Normally, but if you know. I'm actually just reacting to a queen who has done something fabulous and wonderful then it mm-hmm. sounds better but all carry right. on who, who's our yas queen for this week um so our yas queen
0: see i just did that trying to be sound like you
1: yeah you did it was perfect was it sounded that just like me <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so this week's yas queen is hold on actually was <clears throat> she our yas queen last week too probably but that's okay let her let her let it rock okay she's, she's killing the game it's uh Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Her tattered shoes that she wore throughout a majority of her campaign. Oh are yes, actually, I've seen those. They are now on display at the Cornell costume and or, or as part of the Cornell costume and textile collection. Because y'all. If you don't look at the bottom of her gal's shoes, oh, she put it in work holes worn because she was stomping the pavement apparently quite literally during her campaign, and this is a part of a greater collection um, entitled "Women Empowered Fashions from the Frontline," and it actually opens. Well, the day that we're recording this, which is Thursday, December six, um, and it's focused on the physical spaces where empowerment might occur: the sports arena, the street, stage, academy, and government. Um, really and this cool. is on display at the on level T of the Human Ecology Building. At Cornell, um so yeah, if you can swing by and check it out, but otherwise check out their Instagram, and of course we'll share it um, because they have got her shoes on display, and they're actually making it look really artsy fartsy, and it's <clears throat> all started because Alexandria on her own Twitter had posted her shoes to show people, and mm-hmm. the the tweet said, some folks are saying I won for demographic reasons quote in quotes. In quotes. First of all, that's false. We won with voters of all kinds. Second, here's my first pair of campaign shoes. I knocked doors until rainwater came through my souls. Respect the hustle. We won because we outworked the competition,
1: period. Hallelujah! All right. It's
0: that is my gas yes Queen.
1: And she wasn't our Yas Queen last week. You reminded me by talking about a museum that our gas yes Queen last week was the woman who does the digital tours of museums for the kids. Yes, 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 yes. The virtual tours. Right. Okay. Yes. Get it. Okay, Um. this week's discussion topic, <clears throat> we want to talk about memorializing white men. White men. Mm-hmm. And this came up, this, this topic idea came up because of the recent passing of George H.W. Bush and how there has been um, this sugarcoating and mass erasure of all of the horrible, horrible things that he has done um in order to respect the dead or whatever you want to call it <laughs> oh don't speak ill of the dead what if the dead was a horrible person like what about that how Seriously. about that like because wh- in this case i do not have tears to cry for george h w bush
0: don't cry for all. me urgent
1: sorry wow not a single <laughs> tear though not, not a single one not one not naria one Mm-mm. Mm-mm. nope And it's because he did a whole lot of stuff that was just awful. Like he continued Reagan's war on drugs and Mm -hmm. let's be real. That was mostly fabricated. I read this story about how in order to like heighten the America's sense of fear and danger, they actually Mm -hmm. hired this poor black teenager poor in that I feel bad for him. I don't actually know how much money he had. but Got it. Not in a socioeconomic sense. Yes. Um, Who was a drug dealer and hired Uh him to come and sell uh, an undercover FBI agent, a CIA agent, one of them, drugs, I think it was like crack or something, across the street from the White House to show Oh, so they could take a photograph or something? So they could talk about how he showed it on, (laughs) on not the occurrence but i think he showed the the drugs on tv and saying like this was purchased across the street from the white house it's in our neighborhoods blah blah blah, blah. like to like see it's all over like it's just... not surprising
0: to me whatsoever
1: and you know but... this kid went to jail for that um
0: no they set him up they set they... him
1: up and they put him in jail yes come they did. on they waited son. they waited a little bit like they didn't arrest him right away they probably did it afterwards to be like, we caught the bad guy. We have a war on drugs. Yeah, I don't know if the catching of the bad guy was public, um, but they did put him in jail for selling. And the judge that was a part of that court case was like, you should talk to the president because he used you and you should get a pardon. Mm-hmm. Um, not Nobody's denying that this kid sold drugs, but like what happened, like that was grimy. That was so grimy. And like just, that's- the fact that they paid him to do it, that th- there is no I mean, better... if they bought
0: the drugs, he got paid, right? He got paid. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Well, no, that's
1: different. As in, wait, I'm sorry. Didn't you say they, they invited him, him to do this? They invited yeah. him. Like this was a setup. <laughs> he knew what was happening. I, oh,
0: I guess I don't want to get into the legality of it. Because of course, I don't know all of the circumstances The legality around of it is, it. is not what to... bothers me. Well, no, I, it bothers me that th- this was entrapment. But I guess I'm trying that's to figure what out if, in me. fact, it was, if it's the same as, all right, so, <clears throat> taking a left turn it's, right it, here.
1: Yeah, um, okay.
0: You know how they'll tell, like, solicit prostitutes and things like that. And, like, they'll be like, come to this room, we'll give you $500. I don't exactly know how they are. That's different. But, but and that's different. So I'm guessing, like, how did they set this up? But that's, that's I'm, I'm looking at the micro. I should be looking at the macro right now. The point is, they set the shit up for the sake of scaring
1: primarily the the white people in this
0: country. And 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 here we are, decades later, still dealing with the effects of that because people are still afraid of Black people, Black men in particular, and assume that if you got a hoodie on and you look a certain way, you must be a drug dealer and up to no good. And yeah. I'm just
1: trying to be warm out here in these streets. And it's more frustrating because nowadays, which is like, I'm sure is a completely different topic, but now there's the opioid crisis and it's an epidemic and a Girl, pandemic and a whatever epidemic. And they're trying to solve this problem because the people who are using these drugs are victims. Mind you, they don't put crack in the neighborhoods years ago, in the black neighborhoods, in the poor neighborhoods. And nah, nah, nah. You should be the white right people for so their they're white people,
0: they're yeah. Victims, so they're victims. Aisha, and it's the same, there's a
1: difference. it's the same thing. These folks Girl. are u- using drugs and now cannot get off of these drugs. Like they, cause that's what happens, you know? And it's a mess. Cause all of a sudden Absolutely. now we have victims. Get out of here. <laughs> that's the thing. The war on drugs was never actually a war oh. on drugs. It was a mm-hmm. fabrication of fear. And that's mo- most politicians are guilty of trying to create fear within the white people and they successfully created fear within upper middle-class and upper wealthier black people as well to the point so where else. there's a lot of self-hatred that goes on and a lot of misunderstanding that goes on, which is mostly frustrating because this was done deliberately by the freaking government. And George W. Bush was in charge of a lot of that mess, including that dang on Willie Horton ad. I don't know if you've ever seen the Willie Horton ad, but my it now. my God, I'm going to let you Google. Um, but anyway, he basically the gist of it is that Willie Horton was a, was in jail and whoever was running against Bush at the time in some election, I don't remember what the election oh, was.
0: Oh, everybody's talking about this right now. Yeah, he- I'm under a rock right
1: Willie Horton was given a furlough so he could leave mm-hmm. prison or leave wherever he was, yeah. being lo- wherever he was locked for- up temporarily. Um, for the weekend, a weekend furlough, I think it was, and during one of his weekend furloughs, he raped, maybe possibly also murdered somebody. Oh, damn! Um, and so the Bush campaign used this story, and I you got to watch the ad because it's like pictures of his mugshot and then this white man like talking about all the horrible oh things my he gosh. did and directly relating it to the fact that this man has this furlough program. Hold on, um. Well, what I'm reading is that it
0: was an attack made by his supporters for his 88 presidential campaign. Uh um,
1: Infamous for stoking racial fears. Basically. Oh, it was the
0: Massachusetts furlough program. There
1: you go. So, I guess the governor of Massachusetts at the time was Bush's opponent, and he had this furlough program that he'd instituted or agreed upon or whatever. And during the furlough of Willie Horton, he (sighs) raped and possibly murdered someone Mm -hmm. or some people. And so, this ad is Pretty much like pictures of his mugshot, and then this white man using his like movie phone voice to tell us all the horrible things he did, and directly relating that to the furlough program and Bush's opponent, basically saying that this man let Willie Horton out of jail so he could rape this white woman. Weekend
0: program passes. How Dukaki feels about crime.
1: Dukaki, that's what it was. Oh my God. Yeah, how Dukaki feels about crime. It's like, I want people to have, I want these black men to come and rape your white wives. Like that's pretty much how that ad feels when you watch it. And it it was highly effective. It was very effective because he could not shake that image of letting the black, these angry, horrible black people on the loose. And so Mm -hmm. just no tears, no tears for Bush from me. Not even. None of the Bushes. Have I ever told you? I'm sure I've mentioned it. But when I was in seventh grade, it was during the 2000 presidential election. Mm-hmm. And that was between Gore and Bush. And as mm-hmm. a part of, I had civics in seventh grade. So we were learning about politics in the middle of election. It was a really timely, timely occurrence in my life. And mm-hmm. so one of our assignments was that we had to create campaigns for the candidate of our choice. And I will never forget one of my. That's struggle one of my classmates, um, their group no. was stay out the bushes. And it was the funniest <laughs> thing. <laughs> yes! life, and I've never forgotten it. And that is all I have to say about that whole entire family. We just in general need to stay out the bushes and you know, another bush going to run one day, just stay out. Oh, of course. The bushes. Just stay There's out. so many of them. There's so many.
0: Wow. Are you still friends with this great person? Are they still wonderful? Or they, did they peak in, in,
1: in seventh grade? But I will say my seventh grade civics teacher was very mm-hmm. good at being impartial and objective. She would never tell oh. us her side or who she voted for. And I was very disappointed to find out after the fact that she voted for Bush. She did oh, not. Oh, you
0: know, wow. I never have thought. So but that's impressive. But I am, yeah, like despite me not agreeing with her politics, big up to her for being impartial and being able to teach a lesson without, you know, invoking her own personal feelings. Because you can be passionate without sharing your own personal, you know, feelings about a particular situation. But yeah, I mean, we could go on. I will say as a person who relies on the postal service on a daily basis, well obviously Mm -hmm. not on Sundays, I was very angry at the fact that there was limited to no postal service around the country it for this man for this this terror this terrorer nope that's not the word terrorist,
1: terrorist. 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 there we go terror
0: terrorist. 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 <laughs> i'm like doesn't feel good saying this um i actually I, I wonder is it precedented for us to stop our postal services especially in the height of December when clearly every, the amount of packages is at its highest point for the whole year. I don't know whether or not this is precedented because it... it I have so many feelings. Did you see the photo or the... Um, did you see a screenshot of the funeral while they were in church? And it was, of course, a sea of white men. Of and in the middle is the obvi- um, Michelle. Uh-huh. Well, I... I take note of the fact that you could see Michelle and you could see a dark skin, a very dark skin, like a, a deep dark skin black man, about maybe a row or two behind her. But the way the lights were set up, it even washed out Obama, uh, Barack, so that I thought he, he was, was like amongst him. one of the white. Like his white came through hard in Barack. this photograph. Yeah. But it was just, it's not surprising to see that it was predominantly white men. Yeah, it was in fact mostly men in this crowd. But the photo still like took me aback to just see who came out to, quote unquote, pay their respects, whether out, out of obligation or out of respect. Um, and just to see the lone Black woman in the front of the crowd who is just like, yep, I'm here. I have to be. <laughs> I'm here. About- I mean, there are those photos that, of course, are are thrown around with Michelle... Like giving a side hug to 43. Um, oh, yeah, so Bush Jr.
1: See, that's what I was about to talk about. I hate that, mm. I hate it. I hate this like romanticizing of their cutesy little relationship. Mm-hmm. Stay out the bushes, okay? And just because <laughs> Michelle is a decent, wonderful human being and does what she does, she's to- playing the game. Yeah, does what she does to have her seat at the table. By the way, I don't know if you saw her quote about how she's um, been at a lot of different tables and they're usually not that smart. And I laughed and I died and I cried. I hadn't seen that. Amazing. It was about imposter syndrome and all that stuff. But anyway. (laughs) um, Is this around her book? Probably. A lot of things that recently has been. We gonna
0: talk about that later too.
1: But I just hate this. Oh, look how cute they are. The Michelle and, and George Jr they're hugging and they look so happy and they're trying to, they're doing the same thing where they're making George Bush Jr. This cute little old white man. And it's like, no, he's horrible too. Like, no. Mm -hmm. Cause Mm -hmm. like a week later Mm -hmm. he did something ridiculous. I don't even remember what it was. I can't keep track of all the horrible things these white people do on a daily basis. Um, But yeah, like, no, don't, they're not cute. We can't. I mean,
0: I I don't forget the fact that, Forty-three was not here for the people, for the black people of Louisiana when Katrina happened. So
1: remember when Kanye was black and he he said, right? He's still out there having his snack and a nap. His black people, and he was right. We were like, yes, Kanye, yes, Kanye. Kanye He does not care about black people. You are correct. And now we've lost him. He's on our nap and a snack list. But back then, it was great. He, I, I have hope that maybe
0: one day. Maybe so soon, not maybe a day very close,
1: in the, in the, mm, yeah. but
0: maybe very distant in the future, one day. but uh,
1: I just wanted to read this tweet from Jess yeah. Weck that I sent you yesterday about the post office thing because it cracked me up. Yes, please So do. It said lots of people criticizing this in regards to the post office being closed on George Bush's funeral, funeral day. day. But in fairness, the best way to honor a Republican is to deny Americans a vital government service they rely on. Tell me she is wrong, though. Tell me she's wrong. Where is the lie?
0: Where is the lie? So, oh, gosh.
1: Um, but I think the bigger picture and the bigger point that I would wanted to make about this discussion topic about white men being um, memorialized in their their death, even if they were horrible when they were alive. Mm That same happens for all these Confederate folks where we want to pretend like Robert E. Lee wasn't literally trying to keep slavery intact. All these mofos got statues, Statues all these mofos. I ride around Stone Mountain Park all the time and all of them, Oh my goodness. I I failed to realize that. Yeah. You live in the South now. So you are all the streets around Stone Mountain are named after Robert E. Lee and all him, all his folks, Robert Lee and them. That's what it is. It's the Robert Robert E. Lee and them park. That's what they might as well call that. Uh, Um, A mess. Yeah. And, but if, if a black person dies, we don't do the same thing. Like maybe we'll say like, Oh, he was such a good, um, a good neighbor or a good friend, sometimes if we're lucky. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, if a black person dies, we hear about all the horrible things they did that one time when they were seven or 17 and they talked to that girl the wrong way or blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. We, Absolutely. We see their mugshot. We see that time they wore a hoodie. We question whether the, the Snickers bar was stolen or not. Like <laughs> a mess. Seriously. We don't get to erase all of the. Sweep it all under the rug. No, we don't, we don't get that benefit. Um, So no tears for George H.W. None. Not a single one. Not a single one. Whew. Do you have anything you would like to add?
0: Nah, I'm okay. done talking about this. I, I want to get out the bushes. Get out
1: the bushes. Let's do it. We will stay out the bushes. <laughs> Okay, so um, just briefly in politicking. Politicking. It has been confirmed that Manafort held secret talks <sighs> <laughs> with folks in the Ecuadorian embassy. Um, mm-hmm. None of this is a surprise in reality because again, like we talked about last week, we know all of these folks was lying. We don't all know exactly what they was lying about. But we but know- they all liars and they lied. <laughs> we know they was lying about something. And everybody is real excited because they think, you know, they think we're going to knock down Pence. We're going to knock down Trump. We're going to knock them all down. We're going to drag them all mm-hmm. out. We're counting on Mueller and his investigation to do this for us. I hope y'all right. That's all I can say about that. I really do hope y'all right. Um, and I guess the best... Case scenario is a Pelosi presidency because if they get rid of Trump and we get stuck with Pence, we're still in a bad spot. Guys. We still gotta, we still got a lot of people we gotta knock out we before we be in a worse spot. Actually, because Pence yeah. ain't dumb and he crazy. Yeah. Nah, Mm-mm. it's
0: a lot. We don't. It's a whole we don't thing. want a not dumb. See, because I don't want to call him smart. So a not dumb, crazy person with. Mm-hmm. Morals that I Mm-mm, he don't feel, like, me. don't care for he anyone knows. that doesn't look exactly he like him, including mm-hmm. having a penis. So yeah, there's that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not, I don't mm, don't want mm-hmm. that one. We gotta knock out a few to get mm-hmm. to yeah. and by knockout, we want this to be done legally. Why, of course, Aisha. No <laughs> other thing was meant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: Listen. making that clear. Okay, uh, NSA. All right. <laughs> You got anything to thank Black Jesus for this week, Laura? I do, actually.
0: Okay. So the 2019 Rhodes Scholars were recently announced. And if you don't know, uh, Rhodes Scholarships are... It's been going on since 1902. So way back in the day. Oh, what is that voice that I make? Anyhow. um, And it's a very prestigious honor to receive the Rhodes Scholarship. Um, And in this case, this was for graduate study at Oxford University in England. And so of the 32 American winners, three of them were, I'm going to say they were Black. Um, Because Austin T. Hughes is from San Antonio and he's a senior at the University of Iowa. Anae or Annie B. Moore is a native of Philly and she's a senior at the University of Pennsylvania and Leah Petros was born and raised in Ethiopia, but then lived in Laurel, Maryland. Now, big ups to them, because in order to receive these scholarships, you need to be on your game. As Alexandria told us, you just gotta outwork your competition. Um, Actually, I really don't know how you win scholarships. So maybe, I'm sure it's a part of it, working hard. I'm sure they don't just hand these out. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just thought that we should, Give them their moment, um, because that's a big freaking deal. They're go, they're off to England right now. Well, they will be next semester uh, to go study
1: at Oxford. All right, um, I wanted to thank Black Jesus. This isn't concrete yet, um, okay. as in okay. it's not concrete as it as a bit effective, but it's concrete in that it's happening. Um, uh-huh. huh. Pose, producer, I don't know if you've seen Pose. I know I told you to watch it, but you might not have gotten there yet. I, I, um, so, I, have,
0: I have.
1: But Pose is an amazing show about the ball scene in New York around the late 80s, early 90s. It's, the ball, I, like basketball? No, like dr- like drag balls. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. yes, yes, I was yes, like, yes, yes, I'm waiting for you to get it. I'm waiting for you to join yes, me. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so here. I'm if you've you, ever seen you. the movie Paris is Burning, same kind mm-hmm. of ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... But uh, the producer of Pose, Ryan Murphy, has launched a multi million dollar initiative to vote out anti LGBTQ lawmakers. And I am thanking Black Jesus for this initiative. Because, yes, yes, I think this is amazing. And I I hope hope it's effective. Yeah like I okay. hope it becomes effective but it's ha- it's that's what he's done and I'm I'm here for it but if you don't know about Pose it is got it's got the largest I believe it's got the largest transgender cast and everybody who is trans on the show um portraying a trans person on the show is actually a trans person mm, um okay. and well, that's what's up. yeah right so <laughs> it's very it's a very good show. There's a lot of PSA that happens, but it's a huge opportunity, and I don't blame them. Um, but other than that, that's, like, my one criticism, but I understand why they do it. Um, it's a great show. Watch mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. it doesn't take that long to get through, honestly. It's not that many episodes. Because they it's know they have a captive audience. So it's Yeah, like and what, and when they, so there's a lot a of time messaging about yeah. things that people need to know, um, mm-hmm. like AIDS and relationships and families and all of this other stuff. So, yeah. Cool. So this week for Fix It, Black Jesus, I, you want to go first? You want to go first? I don't have anything. You don't have anything. Oh, it's just me. Okay. So I read this article in the New York Times about this school in Louisiana, and it made me so freaking mad. Like, so mad. But
0: what I see right now is uh-huh read this it
1: Go ahead. Re- black kids to elite colleges this sounds great doesn't it sound great so they had all these viral videos you know the videos that you'd be seeing on the internet of the kid opening their acceptance letter and when they get in and the whole crew is like Woo! they like happy okay so that was fabricated to an extent not the happiness not the joy um but the root there so this school was Lying on college applications, abusing these kids, just doing the most because the whole point was to get black kids into these elite colleges for the purpose of them making more money because they wanted more people at this school. Um and now wait, this wait,
0: wait, wait 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 wait. So the schools were actually filling out their college
1: applications on their behalf? The school was making them lie on their applications. The school was make giving like doc, like doctoring transcripts to say things that weren't true. Oh, wow. No, no, was, no, no. Like fabricating these like oh I don't have a dad type stories. Um what else would they do? They were literally abusing these kids verbally. They weren't teaching them anything. So they weren't really preparing them for life. And they were saying like the kids who weren't in the school for very long were okay. So if they got there just before they went off to college, they were fine for the most part. Um, but the kids who'd spent years and years and years there, they weren't learning anything. Um, and they were like taught to like recite, recite things and memorize things that sounded impressive, but they weren't actually retaining actual information. Um It's like, it's a whole article, but it made me so mad because this was a black couple that owns this school. And they just,
0: we just took. 37 steps back as a result so
1: many steps back so many steps back and he doesn't even seem to understand how awful what he's doing is because in his head he is sending black kids to elite colleges and that's all that matters he's not worried about
0: Is what his idea yeah he's He's
1: like they deserve to be there and it's like they do deserve to be there but not the the way that you are sending them Come Not on. the way that you are sending them, they deserve to be there because they're probably very capable of so many things, but you're I taking that away hard from them to outsmart the system if you will, or you're taking that away, away from them this,
0: you're yeah, like to now go to these schools potentially, like I don't know if any of these kids were perhaps like they figured out who had a fabricated story, so forth, and so on. so like, well, what had like, happened oh,
1: was. Oh, there's the more. kids, yeah. Well, there's so much we don't have time for. But <laughs> some of the kids who like went to these schools, some of them were fine and they they were okay. But some of them dropped out and were like, okay, I'll just go back to a school. Um, it's the place this this main school's in Louisiana. So they're like, I'll go back to Louisiana, I'll go to college there. They can't even get into college because they don't have a real transcript. So the kids who are still in college and thinking about the future are now taking GED courses to do the certification. So they will have a high school diploma. Wow! So or they can actually school. go yeah. to a real college if, for whatever reason, they can't get through the one that they're at. Like that's a whole ass mess. Like they can't even take a step back and like regroup and get wow. themselves together because they don't have any real legal documents and the schools refusing to to do things on the up and up. There was this well, one girl. What, last what is, thing. Okay. There was this one girl. She wanted to apply to Yale. They were trying to force her to doctor her transcript and she wouldn't do it. She was like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Her dad refused to pay tuition because this school costs lots of dollars. Like, I think it's like 12,000 a year, something crazy, maybe more. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm not gonna pay you tuition until you give me a real transcript. They refused to do it. So he took his daughter out of the school and she decided not to apply to Yale because she didn't want to do it the wrong way. I commend that. they held her transcript hostage. Yes. But she wait, there's up. more. So is now she? he's like, oh, come back to the school. I'll give you your real transcript and you don't have to pay tuition or something like that. And he's like, What's nah, we're school? done. We catch? are done. You know what? You want some dirtiness? Get out of here. Nah. You're, you're, A mess. Oh gosh. But, you wait, know, my so whole, whole, whole initiative.
0: School, though. Like, is the school still open? It's now still the... open, Laura.
1: They shut it down. I'm who, sorry, how, I yelled. I'm sorry, I yelled. Who, who do we talk to about this? Because I know I it's don't know. Point. I don't know. They need to shut that place down. It is, a, op- and, it is still up. It is still in operation. And they were trying to.
0: They were. The to, wait, what was that? You need to call your girl at
1: the White House to come and close this school. Oh yes, what's her name? <laughs> the one that don't do nothing. She would love to close this place down. Um. <laughs> Betsy. Oh my gosh. Betsy! Betsy! Rose, yes. Um, but anyway, yeah, they were trying to open a second location, Laura. <laughs> yes. This is a franchise? It's like a
0: McDonald's.
1: Oh my God. Yeah.
0: I can't. I feel conflicted in talking about this because obviously the children are the victims here. They are the victims here. Seemingly getting a great result, as in getting what they wanted, if you will. But they this had to. Girls. they had to compromise their integrity, all because the person in power, the school, was essentially dangling, well, first dangling this carrot in front of them, as well as withholding their own transcripts from them. I mean, I'm sure there's more to this. As you said, there's a lot more to this that we can't get into right now in this short period of time. But
1: Hot damn. That is a hot mess. It's a a whole whole hot mess. mess. And you know, my whole big thing, like my thing that I care about is representation, right? Like I think representation is one of the most important things that needs to be happening in the black community. And this ain't it. Like just sending black kids to school by any means necessary ain't it. That's not right. This is not good representation because you know what's done happened. They done figured this mess out. And now you look terrible. And I saw myself a little raggedy looking van going down the street the other day. And I had flashbacks. So I was like, oh, man, I don't know if this is a black owned school. And now I have feelings about it. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how that happens. You see this one instance because we don't have the luxury of being separate from other things. You see this one instance. And now it's kids are going to parents are going to be afraid to put their kids in black owned school systems, because these people thought they were doing something wonderful for their children. They saw Mm -hmm. results happening and they wanted a piece of it. And now they know that these folks weren't worth a damn thing. And it makes everybody else look bad. And that's why, when you said we take, we took 37 steps back, Mr. Landry, his name, the the, the school was TM Landry, Uh 37, maybe 50 steps back. It's not Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. It was in the state of Louisiana. A whole mess but fix it black Jesus please shut that place down somebody call Betsy and shut that place down I don't care if it is a black man I think I I want them to shut it down because it's a black man and he's making the rest of us look bad shut it down
0: uh, I mean I guess the last thing I'll say about this is we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard always in all things and always be a hundred percent on the up and up and you know, with our integrity intact, so the fact that he has done this,
1: uh, it
0: I I am personally offended. Same, same. He can't come to the cookout.
1: Oh no, no, no! Jesus, he is never invited again. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well,
0: I want to talk about that maybe another time.
1: Oh, uh, cancel culture!
0: Does he need a nap and a snack? Are we putting him on a nap and a snack list. Feel like you know. None of us are perfect. I'm not saying that what Ugh. he is is in any way something that we can brush under any rug of any size, yeah. but at some point, like how many decades have to pass before we can give but him see, my thing is, is he, don't,
1: he don't feel like he's done nothing wrong though. Like that's I why. Know,
0: I know time has to pass and he has to actually feel um what is the word? Contric- why am I saying contrition? Dang, you could tell I went to Catholic school. Um, yeah. He has to <laughs> He actually the he has to leave mass. <laughs> My point being, in general, in our community, of course, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. And when someone does do something wrong, as abhorrent as this is, at some point, do we ever let the person back into the family? Like, even if they, even if we leave them at arm's reach, and I'm not saying that day is today. I'm not saying it's two years from now, but I'm saying. Eventually, do we let Kanye back in? Do we let what's the name that was rooting for Roseanne? Oh, Monique. Mm. Monique. Do we let her back in? Do we let we room in? for redemption? And so does Kanye for That's some people. having a nap and a snack.
1: But for this person, for this Landry guy, he's still doing this. He has not seen the error of his ways, and that is he's why franchise his school. He's trying to <laughs> open a second location. Like I'm gonna need some more. I'm going to need okay. some remorse, I mean, like anything. time is not now. The, the time, time is not now. He hasn't seen the error in his ways. He don't so even need a nap and a snack yet. Like, he's not even, like, I he can't. Hasn't,
0: he hasn't seen the error in his ways He's yet. eating good. He's eating real good. He's resting well.
1: He's just doing the wrong thing. There's so much on there. Jesus Christ. It's a cool. lot. Okay. But enough of that. We would Let's like start to root for black. everybody Black. Okay? <laughs> we would like to roof everybody Black we need some positivity in our lives.
0: Indeed. All right. I'm going to start with Michelle Obama, who, as if you don't already know, has a book out. She's currently on a book tour. The name of the book is becoming number one, bestseller all of the accolades, all of the goody goodies, actually not all the accolades, but you know, she's on all of the the lists and she's in the top five, apparently of all of them, but number one on the New York times, um, at least for a couple weeks. I don't know if she's still there. She probably is anyway. Um, She was recently interviewed and she let out. Let it out, girl. Talking about leaning in Mm -hmm. that term that was coined by some Sheryl
1: Sandberg of Facebook.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Michelle said that shit doesn't work. Yes, she said shit. The first lady. Set. She, she's my first lady. She's my, um, she my
1: president, actually. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and she apparently shocked herself and the audience when she let the curse word <laughs> slip. She's so she was, like, I, she was like, I'm sorry, y'all. I, you know, I thought we was, I, I thought I was home. Um, you know, she was getting really comfortable in the moment. And I appreciate that she, I haven't bought the book. I haven't read the book or listened to the book. Um, but she... Has been very open in this book. She's spoken about marriage counseling, and folks are like, why is she putting that out on Front Street? Because that's not something that the Black community discusses. We don't discuss any sort of counseling in a positive light, at least not in a universally universally positive way. It is certainly something that you and I see. Um, I feel like millennials and gen X ex- ex- no Zenials, I think. Wow. The young- Youngerest ones. Yep. I said that. The ones, the generation that is After younger than us. I believe they're called okay. Um, They also are, you know, of the idea that, yes, counseling, <laughs> because life is hard. Um, And sometimes you just need someone to talk to. So my point is Michelle Obama's got a book. She was trying to keep it real. She let a cuss out. I appreciate it. And, oh, and it was in New York in the Barclays Center. Um, But go buy a book, buy Michelle Obama's book. It's available at Target, so you got no excuses, y'all. Like, I know you went to Target. I know you go to Target, y'all. Target, oh,
1: y'all. To, to, to the Target. <laughs> Alrighty, so. um <laughs> Leave me be, okay. Um I would like, to talk about the Golden Globes nominees for 2018, they were announced this morning, Thursday, December. What did you say, sixth? Is mm-hmm. it? Best Motion Picture, <laughs> Drama, Black Panther. Of course. Mm. Um, these are just nominees; they ain't won yet. But we gonna root for them. We gonna root for them because we root for everybody. Back. Black. Mahershala Ali, Best Supporting Actor for Green Book. I don't even know what that movie is about. I ain't even heard of that film, but now I gotta watch what it because I it? like that man, and I, he's it's beautiful. Ooh, light was. Regina King for seven seconds and if Beale Street could talk, two nominations for Best I Actress. One of
0: these Work I can't even know Girl. This Work I Girl.
1: Um, Tandy Newton for Westworld, best, support, best performance by an actress in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Um, in a series limited series or motion picture made for television. Westworld is a big old production. So I get that. I get that title. It's very long. Um, <laughs> Donald Glover in Atlanta for Best Actor in a TV series comedy. Available on Hulu. Atlanta's amazing, by the way, and then like the second season is just very out there, but in a good way, and I love it. Uh, Um, What season are they on now? They just finished the second season. Rob, it's called Robin season. Oh, all right. Because um, it was centered around the time of year where um, in Atlanta, actually. I think which, like the holidays esque season, when people start robbing each other for like the ho- like because there's money that's happening. People are spending more around Christmas and blah, blah, blah. blah. I think that was the explanation that I read. Okay. Six, Spike Lee for best director for Black K- K- Klansmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't actually know how you say that, but it's got a lot of K's in it because it's KKK Klansmen. Kendrick Lamar and SZA for all the stars, Black Panther for best original song, motion picture. John David Washington for Best Actor in a Motion Picture for Black Klansmen. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Porter for Pose. Yes, he deserves it all. Watch Pose, y'all. For Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series Drama. Yes, yes. I need him to win. Um, if yeah, you see sure right now. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen James He's or sure. Stephen. I don't know how ahead. he say his name. Stephen or Stephen. Whatever your name be. Whatever your mama calls you. For Best Performing by... Performance by an actor in a television series drama in Homecoming. I never heard of Homecoming, but now I'm gonna look into it. Congratulations!
0: Oh, oh wait, I'm sorry. Congratulations, everyone. Hold on. I I I I need I need to go off on a tangent. Go. One of my pet peeves mm-hmm. is when people who spell their name S T E P H E N
1: say that their name is Stephen. See, no, this I'm- is T S T A S-T-E-P-H-A-N. That's why I'm not sure if he's Steven yeah, or right. if he's Stefan or if he's Stefan.
0: He could Tell be any of these any things. Tell other example in the English language where the P-H blend makes a V sound. Tell me that. The P-H blend is exclusively an F sound in the English language. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. All right. Please back to the regular schedule. Programming.
1: So those are all of our nominees that are Black and who we are rooting for.
0: I don't. I don't watch award shows. I think, admittedly, oh, I read the results the next day. <laughs> I don't have network television. Um, I don't know most of these movies because I don't watch advertisements. Um, so I've been living under. I'm very sheltered. Apparently, um, I've only now started watching advertisements because Hulu is only ninety nine cents a month if I agree to watch some advertisements and you know it's just perfect for a bathroom break um and to go get in like snack. back in the day when they had commercials you run like i know i got like 45 seconds oh no this is gonna be a long commercial break i got like two minutes let me go no, do no. what i need to
1: do commercials so, are helpful yeah
0: they are they, they're nice little they it's better than when netflix is like are you still there no
1: nah i'm or, I yeah. fell asleep exactly um who else i are have more for? who
0: i want to root for um and it is the Democratic strategist Donna Brazil. I'm not entirely sure if I pronounced her last name correctly. That's, that looks right.
1: I think that's right. Don- I feel like I've heard her name before and that's how they say it.
0: She was on the Weldy, well bleh. she was on the Wendy Williams show um, recently, just this past Monday apparently, so that she could promote her book for colored girls who have considered politics. and um, she was talking about what gets her in the mood. As William asked a presumptuous question, okay, and she was like, "You want to know about my sex life?" Well, anyhow, Brazil goes on to say, "What does get her in the mood?" And it it brought she brought up Teddy Pendergrass and Luther Vandross. Oh, yeah, know, she' an auntie. Yes, she is <laughs> auntie. You know, she's got the nice silver hair going, which leads me to my point. So Brazil responded by saying, first of all, who said I just like men when Williams was making these assumptions about her sexuality? And I just think that that is commendable in this day and age, first of all, because she's an auntie. Aunties don't talk about their business in public. You sure do not. Does not happen. So to see this black woman, on this television show who is you know she about her business she's out here writing books about politics and such talk about the fact that you know she may not just like men so of course alluding to the fact that she may be queer Mm -hmm. that's a huge deal and i just i love it particularly because she's a woman of a certain age she could be your auntie and you know she shut up wendy williams which i think is usually a good idea
1: always Um, a good idea
0: so I want to, the last person, for real, for real, the last person that I want to, or product, I want to uh, talk about are Slap Caps by Grace Ellier. And I realized that in the past, in the recent past, actually, I sort of, I don't know what the hell's happening with me, brushed off trying to trying to attempt to pronounce her name correctly and just trying to find the easier way to say it, which is...
1: Not not cool. Yeah, I do the same. It's
0: not, that's not okay. That's completely disrespectful. And as um what is Ozo's I forgot Ozo's from
1: Oh, is it Ozo? Is it I thought it was Uzo. Uzo, is it Uzo? There's a See, U in the, the beginning it of it. I Uzo. I'm trying to revert her and Uzo Aduba.
0: Uzo Duba, she once mentioned that she, as a child, had asked her mom to call her Zoe. Mm-hmm. And that her mom was like, why? They can say Tchaikovsky and all them other complicated-ass yeah. names. And she's like, if they could say learn to say Michelangelo and Chezev and so forth and so on, they can learn to say your name as well. And so it's just...
1: COVID and... I had
0: this moment a couple days ago, and I was like, wait, Grace Ellier, that is actually not difficult to say when to hear it it's there are a lot of vowels in her last name but guess what a quick google search will tell you how to pronounce someone's name usually and, so, and or a video where the person says their name mm-hmm. themselves, so that if they pronounce it steven or stefan you can pronounce it respectfully um because whether or not i agree with the spelling of your name i am going to respect you enough to call you by the name you want me to call you by um because any, everybody is worth at least that. And I think this realization came to me that I wasn't doing better um, when, I, like I said, at the beginning of the episode, the prime now delivery person pronounced my name correctly mm-hmm. without being prompted. And I think it's, I haven't heard my name being said correctly in so long with exception to this past September when I was in the Bronx. Um, you
1: don't even introduce yourself with the actual pronunciation exactly. of your name.
0: I, I just give it to you easy. Um, and, you know, my boy Mundo is always checking me on that, like, Laura? And I'm like, yes. Um, and I say it here on the podcast, but in person, I like tonight, I'm going to an event. I am very likely going to
1: introduce myself as Laura Solis. How about we do an experiment? You know, a oh. little, little, little exercise, and tonight when you go to this event, you introduce yourself as Laura Solis, because that is your name. We need okay. you to be comfortable with your own name, so other people will follow Y'all, suit.
0: I love my name. I'm named after my grandmother. and but Wasn't her I name love- not
1: actually Laura? Like, wasn't it like her- a whole... Yeah. My, my
0: grandma is an incredible human who has since passed away, but... She has several people who are named after her, and in fact, her government name is not Lauda, and I didn't know that until I went to see her casket or a tombstone, and the tombstone had somebody else's name on it. I was like, Mira. She's like, That's your grandma. I'm like, it doesn't say Lauda on there. She's like, Oh, that wasn't her government name, she just liked it, and so she told everybody else to call her that. She's a G. That's- My <laughs> grandma was number one G, and so. I absolutely love my name. I love what it means. I love everything revolving around my name and how it shares my heritage and history and so forth. But admittedly, I don't know, in my Americanizing, if you will, Americanization. I have, in my Americanization, I have dumbed it down for folks and made it really easy. And so I will take you up on that challenge. Do if it. I do go outside this evening, which I likely will um, because I want to see if there are other brown people in the room um, and to be able to connect with them because it's an event for people that do what I do and they are local people and I'm always looking for more black friends,
1: more people of color that, are, you know, well, Lara, I think that is the, or <laughs> Laura, I think that is the <laughs> best way to conclude rooting for everybody black. We are rooting for you to say your name the way it should be pronounced.
0: Say my name, say my name. Louder.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's it, unless you have anything to add. Yeah. Done. All right, guys, thanks so much for our raving five-star reviews um on iTunes. Please Woo! continue to review and subscribe. We are on iTunes, we are on Stitcher, we are on Google Play. And Spotify and wherever or else on- you get podcasts, we are on Spotify. <laughs> Clearly y'all see
0: who does That side of
1: things. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 yeah. I put us on the Spotify. So um, Listen, subscribe, and review, and, and if share. If you, if and you found share, something, tell some some your friends.
0: Your friend want to hear about? Just you know, share the link. Yes,
1: we have lots of episodes, so there's probably something that somebody needs to hear about. It's our third season. Um, And if you need to reach out to us or you just want to talk, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagrams at FixItBlackJesus. But we're most active on the Instagrams and the Twitters. And if you want to send us an email, we are FixItBlackJesus at gmail.com. And if you can't remember none of that or none of this, just go to FixItBlackJesus.com and you will find all of that information readily available for you. Thanks so much for listening. Who you be? Lara Solis. Ayesha McGowan. And this was Fix It Black Jesus. Bye. Bye now. Please fix it Black
0: Jesus. Be mad cute.